Hey everyone, instead of the usual goof right here, we wanted to comment on everything going on with the murder of George Floyd and the protests. Uh, the three of us know that what's important right now is for us to listen and, more importantly, support those who are speaking, whether that's through donations, speaking with a family member, joining a protest, or simply tweeting out that Black Lives Matter. We couldn't be more proud of the stance Skybound and Robert Kirkman have publicly taken, and Hope that you can take the time to really listen to the voices that need to be heard right now. And if you do join the protests, be safe out there. Love you all. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. I'm one of your hosts today. My name is Ryan. Joining me is TJ. Hello, it's TJ. And Bill. Hi, everyone. It's Bill. What's going on? And you're our fourth chair, Oliver, who you will hear in the background, who's oh, my cat. Maybe, maybe we'll get a little bit of Koba, too. No, I think he ran upstairs. Oh. Oh. So I'm excited for this episode. We're going to be doing some more um, Super Fight. We haven't done that in, I checked, two years. Almost. Whoa! Almost to the day. Two years since the last time we played Super Fight on this. We're kind of assholes because people always ask us to do it and we're like, I know, right? (laughs) No, we're going to make you wait 25 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's weird to think that two years is 25 episodes, 24 episodes. Have we been doing I mean, monthly honestly, for two years? No, it's been like a year and a half or so. So it's actually okay, been so more than 25 episodes. More than 25, yeah. <laughs> I could probably look up the actual episode number, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, so we're going to do some super fight, some invincible super fight, of course. Um, we're also going to, there's a, uh, an email from a listener that we're going to cover. And then we're going to continue our reread <laughs> with volume 21, Modern Family. Uh, no, it's not volume 21. I think it's 22 and it's reboot. I have that in my notes. Did wrong. you do the wrong reading, Ryan? <gasps> uh oh. No. Do we need to reschedule? <laughs> Definitely it's not. 22 no, it's 22 and it's reboot. You, yeah, and it's, it's beca- because I'm talking and there's noise, Oliver's fucking just going nuts. He's Aww. being annoying. He just wants some loving. I, sh- I should beat him. Uh, no. Okay. Only because I said no yeah um so yeah so let's jump right into some housekeeping stuff you remember you can email us at the invincible podcast at gmail.com you can find us on twitter facebook youtube and spotify um you can also find us at the invincible podcast.com for a list of all the show nights show notes or um list of the episodes we've got a chronological order for reading invincible as well as all its tie-ins and everything like that on, up on there um yeah, we are also the Oblivion Oblivion Song Podcast. And TJ, you've got an update on that, right? I do. So, yeah, uh, the issues obviously got postponed, just like every other comic, you know, out there. Uh, but issue 25 with all the exciting variant covers mm-hmm. and everything that, that, that comes along with it got, got postponed until July 8th. Um, so that's when issue 25 will come out. Our new episode, our next episode will be on the uh, 10th of July, but yeah, on the 8th, it'll be issue 25, all the variants, uh, help me out here. The, the artist, uh, artist uh, proof? N- not the artist proof, the artist proof. Or I think it's the hardcover that comes out, 
a little bit later. I, I thought the hardcover came out the same. It is hardcover came the out the same day. The 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 hardcover comes out the same day mm-hmm. on July eighth. The artist proof issue one was delayed until July fifteenth. Oh, okay. So we're gonna get issue twenty five, all the variants and the hardcover all on July eighth, and then July fifteenth uh, will be the artist proof issue one. Got it. Yeah. Very cool. I um I feel like. I need to reread Oblivion Song. <laughs> it feels like so. It's been so long since we read it, and I'm forgetting some of this. I don't. I think it's pretty fresh, though. Like if you think about the last thing that happened, Nate got stranded in Oblivion. That's it. That's how it ended. Mm, mm, yeah. See, see, uh, not that was yeah. such a good ending. Yeah, it was. So wait, is issue 25 the beginning of a new arc, TJ, or was it the? It is. Okay, so the last issue we read was the end of an arc. Yes. That's the end of that trade. Yeah. Yep. So cool. I'm excited Which for the is... hardcover too. Which is also out in trade paperback form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The entire, uh, all the way up to issue twenty-four. So if you want to catch up, mm-hmm. now's the time to do it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super, super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple news-related items in the Invincible universe. Um, a small thing here: uh, Germany uh, had showed off the cover to the Free Comic Book Day of Invincible. I remember a while ago we were talking about whether or not it would be a different cover or something like that. But at least the German edition is just the standard um, cover, the issue one cover for Invincible. Um, and there is a you know red dot kind of sticker in the corner in German that says, um, you know, from the creator of The Walking Dead and soon to be an animated series on Amazon Prime or something like that along those lines. So, yeah, uh, I wonder if we will still be getting our new comic book day versions and when that is going to be. Cause I know they postponed it, but I'm not sure to win. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, TJ, you didn't get any of the, uh, issue 100 pages, did you? No, I did not. When, uh, Felix went up with the, the, uh, Ryan Otley original pages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did no. it for issue 100. That was, um, that was pretty cool, but, I uh I didn't get a chance to. I actually missed it. I was I was I was uh looking forward to trying to grab a certain page. I really wanted the I want to say it was the second to last page. Um and uh I didn't get a chance. I, you know, was busy at work and uh it was cool cuz I got to, I saw online that uh Corey, Corey Puga um actually got that page, so that's really neat. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I was a bigger dinosaurs fan, I would have gotten something. Yeah. Because there were a lot of cool dinosaurs pages. Mm-hmm. And that does it for any news-related stuff. Let's go into the letter that we had. So this comes from uh, Dante Panora. He says, Hello, Invincible Podcast. I wanted to write in to ask you guys for your next podcast, what do you think would make a good teaser for the animated series that could interest people who have never heard of Invincible before? I think for a poster, an image of Mark flying towards the viewer with his Invincible suit slightly damaged and a few droplets of blood flying off would be enough to intrigue people as to what this animated series could be about. What do you guys think should be in the actual teaser trailer that would interest people with enough to watch the series without giving away too much of the big initial twists? Hmm. I, I, feel like, like, I like this question. <laughs> I feel like you would have to. Uh, they they wouldn't be able to give away really anything of the story, other than you know introducing like kind of snapshots of 
of characters show like show a, a clip of the entire Guardians of the Globe in one shot or like in action show uh, Mark in you know Mark form in Invincible form him like really quickly like eyeing up E from afar you know what I mean and, and her with Rex Blode or you know what I mean like and then like he said the droplets of blood you got to show blood in the trailer to, to interest like the more <laughs> I guess the the fan the fandom that they're I'm assuming they're going for more the more adult yeah you know, I mean they want to show that this is a mature show that it is going to be like right. the boys like right. if I think what interested me with the, I mean the boys didn't really show the tr- the trailer was I remember I remember the trailer it was Carl Urban talking and he was like the diabolical and then it was, it was like to the spice boom. girls was it one of yes, them was the but, but it was just spice like and it, was but awesome. it was just like it was just crazy shit happening yes. like it was just like blood gore crazy stuff and you're like whoa I have to watch yeah. this so I feel like that's it doesn't not have invincible to be though. about the story that's not invincible invincible isn't the boys it's not gratuitous for the for like the sake of it you know i think we're going so, to get um anything that would be in roughly the first episode story-wise we are going to get that this is a character this is a, a a teenage boy who just got his powers his father's the greatest superhero he's the protector of these things and then disaster something happened you know like imagine there's, there's a mystery there's there's fighting there's blood and we don't know what happened but we know that there's this new superhero on the scene that has this reputation or at least has this legacy to live up to and that something crazy happens i got it what i have it? the trailer in my head it's gonna start on a close-up of mark's face mm-hmm. or just like of him and he's standing on the roof and he's going okay here we go and he jumps off the roof and he floats and he's like yes yeah and then it's like flash panels of like him flying fighting throwing punches and then it ends with a pan out of him sitting on the moon and you see Dude, Earth in the background. I was literally going to say, as far as like teasing it though, I want that image. <laughs> I want that has been the image in my head when I see like what this series is going to be. I want that panel that that two yeah. page spread it will, of him the on the trailer. Moon. Will the trailer will end with that for sure? Uh, the trailer will will I, have him jumping I, off the roof, flashbang, poo bam. Not really any Poo-Bam. story, and then ending with him on the moon. How about this? How about, how I'll about, put money on it. I'll put money on it. I'll I hope. I hope. How about this? How about this? The trailer starts with Nolan saying, "It's time you learn where you come from." And then throughout oh, the cool. entire, and it's, and it's the panel of him like, you know, reaching yeah. out and talking to Mark, doing that. And the oh. entire trailer is his dialogue, kind of in the background. While it's showing snippets, while it's showing like, and it'll cut to like Mark actually talking like here and there, like, "Hey, Eve, I'm Mark," or you know what I mean, like. But then it'll always go back to Nolan in the background saying, "This is," you know what I mean, like as it's going. <laughs> that's a really that's a really smart way to make to trick the audience into thinking that they know more than what they think. You know what I mean? So then when the yeah. twist does happen, they're like, "Whoa, this wasn't right. what we were teased." Yeah, yeah. Just so. a, uh, Skybound. I am available, or I can be available if you if you need a, a I was consultant. Say, that's that's free. There you go. Just just take it. Use it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I love it. I can't wait. I want. That's the thing. I want there to be hype. I want there to be build up. You know, and and I don't. It's one of those things where I don't know if it's if it's because it's Amazon or it's for whatever reasons we 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 don't know. You know, like the insides of uh, how the how those those deals work, but like whether or not. 
Skybound can market it like that. Like, why can't they show concept art? Why can't they show, you know what I mean? Like, it's, the, that's, but the same goes for video games or movies and stuff like that. Like, all that kind of stuff is usually pretty tight-lipped until, until they're ready. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they would ever want to show concept art of a series no, before. before it, it releases, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it makes sense. But exciting regardless. Thanks for the uh, for writing in, Dante. That was that was a great question. So do you have? So I think it's going to start with on the roof and breathing, <laughs> jumping off and going yes, and then flashbang and then ending on the moon. TJ thinks it's going to be a dialogue, like a monologue. I think it. I think it would be Nolan. cool. If it, I think it would be cool if it was. I think it could be. I think it's. I think it could be. And then Ryan, you think it's just gonna show uh, some stuff? I don't know. I'm. I, I like both of yours. More than the third option, which I'll say is the third option, even though I like both of yours more, which is just a music, just music in the background to a bunch of scenes and clips of people talking. <laughs> yeah, but I like both of yours more. Hip and trendy music, obviously, something that's on the radio right now. Of yeah. course. Do you guys think that we will see a trailer before an image? What do you think we'll see first? Oh, we'll see a trailer. Yeah. You know what's weird? So the very first thing we see of it, it will be a trailer, is what I'm saying. Yeah. It won't be a poster. Yeah. It won't be an ad. It won't be. It, it won't be. Yeah. The first thing that's released. So like the headline will be an, an image of like Invincible. Yeah. But it will lead to a a trailer. The same, like yeah. that's the thing. Like this day and age, if you think about it, like F is for Family comes out. I think in two weeks, the fourth season. And they literally just released yeah. the trailer. Like there was no news on F is for Family. And. This this awesome animated show on Netflix and and it was a full like four minute long trailer and then it comes out in two weeks like that's what I that's that's what I was thinking about the other day when I was thinking about this question um, and I was thinking like as much as we've been saying like hey they have to they should be showing stuff soon if it's coming out this year it these, doesn't happen anymore these days wait, people wait, 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 like wait, wait. anytime it's there's a Netflix show or something like that it's usually like oh that's next month like yep. that is almost expected now whenever I see uh, something like that it's not though every, it, 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 wait, hold on hold on it is but it isn't. It's like, okay, so uh, 13 Reasons Why comes out tomorrow. They just released the trailer and announced the, the, the date last week. I understand that because it's the fourth season. But anytime it's the first season of a new show, they always promote it way earlier. Mm. Always. I'm telling you, they, we have the, the 10th anniversary of Skybound coming up. They're going to announce it there. We're going to see a trailer at 10th anniversary Skybound. That's my prediction. And it's, but it's still not going to come out until like October. Yeah. I agree with that. I'm just saying, like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, it makes sense that it wasn't in February. Like, they don't, like, most people, that, that window is, is more and more narrow than it, than it used to be, we're saying. You know, mm -hmm. like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't show something and be like, hey, this, the, here's the trailer for something coming out, you know, in six months. Typically, it's, it's, it's a pretty short window. At least, at least lately it has been. Mm -hmm. But, so yeah. To your point, though, TJ, they might do it a little bit earlier because it's new. It's a new property. Like, I'm trying to think of when did the – because The Boys that, season that, one just came out. So, like, when did the trailer for that come out and when was it released? I feel like we could – I feel maybe, like that we, was, like, four months or four to yeah, six months. No way. Yeah. Six months? We knew about it way in advance. We knew about it way in advance. Do you think you'd be able to find the specifics of when the trailer came out? And Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Probably. Um, the boys official trailer. You can keep talking. I started a new thing. See what you guys think about this. Okay. Drinking out of a coconut when you're home? <laughs> no. But I but I 
I noticed that we have a lot of these moments in our both podcasts where like Ryan will be like, Bill and TJ, just start talking. And I've been coming up with like dead air random questions uh-huh. that we can ask while Ryan's doing whatever the fuck Ryan does. Okay, go ahead. Are you still looking it up, Ryan? Yeah, I'm almost done though. Okay. So Bill, random scenario question. You are at Popeye's Chicken. And I know how much you love Popeyes. And love you it. see you see the man use tongs to put all of your food into its containers, except at the last second, the biscuit drops on the stainless steel counter, and he uses two fingers to quickly toss it into the box. What do you do? <clears throat> I eat everything except for the biscuit. You don't eat the biscuit? No, it was I just don't two think fingers I'd... really quick. This but this day and age, this is COVID nineteen era, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. And you don't say anything to him? Is he wearing a... No. Is he wearing wearing, a glove? No, he's not wearing gloves. See, I don't even know if I would eat the chicken then. I think I'd probably say... Right this day and age, I would probably say something to him like, Bro, no thanks. Can you get me different ones and use the tongs? I would have done the first one that you said. I mean, he's he's not wearing gloves, but use tongs to put the rest of it in there. I would have eaten anything, everything but the biscuit, and not just it to him. Yeah, maybe I would do that. You've had some time to think on this, so so yeah, that's a little yeah. unfair. But it's more for it's more for yeah, yeah, the shock yeah. value of, for you. Yeah, it's for Thanks. you, Bill. It's all for you, Ryan. Do you have Ryan? A did you find it? Um, I found that the teaser trailer, which showed like almost nothing, was released in October. Um, at New York Comic Con, and the show came out in July of the following year. You know. Wow! But that was not the first trailer. That was just a, a teaser, like a like a publicly released trailer, like a publicly it released was, trailer. Like- yeah, it was on IGN. So that was. I'm still trying to find the first, first, first. That's eight months. That's eight months. Yeah. That's fucking forever. Yeah, but again, yeah. that was just the. A teaser, and it was literally like but a clip. There, there was no special effects. It was like a quick clip of right, someone talking. But we haven't even gotten a teaser of Invincible yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, th- I think that's probably what the 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 Dante was his name. What was his name? Yeah, Dante. Yeah, I think that's probably what he was like Alluding talking to. about. Yeah. Like, what's the like the the very first thing we'll ever see. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think maybe we were a little too like optimistic about how long it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe this is the first one. Either way, this is April, and it came out in July, so this one might be. That's three months. Yeah, that's as as far back in Amazon Prime as I could find on their official YouTube. Nope, nope. Here we go. Official teaser. This is January twenty fourth, <laughs> and it came out. Yep, this is the one that this is the first one that we all saw. January twenty fourth, and it came out July seventh. Yeah. Even though they said summer at the time. So yeah. Either way. And it's always different. Live action versus animated. Alright. You guys ready for some super fight? I'm so ready. Alright. So if anyone is a new listener and you haven't heard us play super fight before. Super fight is a game put out by uh, Skybound where you have a set of cards that are your characters and then another set of cards which are the attributes so what will happen is i'll be the judge in this first go round i will assign a character to bill randomly and then i will assign one to tj and they will argue over who would win that fight and 
based on their um, uh, arguments, I will decide the victor. Um, but here's the catch. I will then randomly assign one attribute to each of their characters. This could be a good thing. This could be a bad thing. This could just basically it's meant to throw a wrench in their argument. And uh, we'll see where, where they land afterwards. So, so I want to reiterate something that Ryan already said, but just to bring it up again so everyone <laughs> is clear. If it's like a battle beast with a chainsaw versus like William with a ping pong paddle, like that doesn't mean it's it's over. It's about far, the argument. Far from over. It's, yeah. It's yeah. About, if TJ makes a makes a good point for William, yes. I might be like, well, you know what? <laughs> exactly. I'm not. If if I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to Super Fight, then this will be your first foray. But I'll never forget walking 12 dogs or something like that <laughs> yeah remember how debilitating it yes, was when yes. someone was so strong and then they were walking 12 dogs and we're like well wait can they use the dogs as weapons or like <laughs> do you have to keep the dogs alive yeah shit gets crazy it for does sure. all right so all right we're gonna start this and the other thing is obviously since we are doing this remotely um uh, I have all the cards in front of me, and so I would just be giving assigning one card to each. And traditionally in Super Fight, you know, we would each have a couple cards, and we would kind of pick which one we think would be a better fighter. So there's other ways to play it and everything like that, but this is just how we're going to be doing it. So, all right. First up, it's going to be TJ and Bill, and this card is going to be assigned to TJ. Ready, TJ? I'm ready. You are Powerplex. Ooh. Oh, damn. Bill, I'll take power flags all fucking day. Bill, you are... Okay. Conquest. Fucking right I am. Whatever. Right. <laughs> okay. But now we, get, now we get an attribute, right? I mean... Do we unless, argue you can and argue get first. An No, you can argue first. I mean... There's no argument. <laughs> Conquest would laugh... You might. The only thing you might be able to do, TJ, is like debilitate my electronic arm. But other than that, that's gone. But I'm still. I would be butt naked and be able to crush your head in five seconds. You can't but fly like, very fast. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, though, Conquest would be bored of Powerplex, always crying, always blaming everybody else for his problems. He wouldn't even give two shits about, about Powerplex, and then Powerplex would come out of nowhere and grab his face and just electrocute the shit out of him. Dead. Over. And nothing would happen. You're welcome, Mark. Conquest, You're welcome. Would be, Conquest would be so bored, you're right, that he wouldn't even toy with, with Powerplex like he would with everybody else. He would just karate chop got, him in half. I gotta interject because I love how TJ, you said that Conquest would just cry, and it's like literally no, every issue that Powerplex is in. Oh, okay. I was gonna say like Powerplex is the cry. one that cries. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, sorry. Here's the random attribute. Uh, Powerplex can't see, what is... <laughs> so he's blind. Uh, versus Conquest, you need something really bad. Who has another eye? Yeah. Who has extra? <laughs> <laughs> is carrying a baby he doesn't oh. care the baby's monster girl <laughs> which but is ironic we've seen conquest carrying a baby yeah. before how do you know how do you know whose baby it is it could be the heir of argo you don't know you don't know <laughs> maybe he's, he's been sent to protect it maybe it's one of thrag's children you do don't you know no do you know the things that you can accomplish whilst holding a baby in one arm you can do so much you can walk a dog 
you can drive a car if you wanted to, if you're really irresponsible. Bill, have you ever held a baby and protected it from lightning? <laughs> no. From some from blind lightning? Some from someone who like if I'm just like very quiet and the baby's sleeping, I'm pacifying the baby like, oh, sh- sh- sh, you know what I mean? All I would have to do is just sneak up behind you and squeeze your head and you're dead. I'll just fucking light up the whole area. I don't give a fuck. And you I'll know what? And that's, shit. and that's how you kill your family, Powerplex. Aww. That's how you do it. Do Too I soon. um? Too soon. Do I shuffle these back in, or we just put them off to the side, right? I put, put them off, off to the, the side. side. Yeah. Wait. So who won that round, Ryan? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> it right. was. It wasn't evenly matched enough for sure. Not even close. All right. <clears throat> so this is going to be um, now me versus TJ, and Bill is the judge. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Who gets the top card, Bill? Uh, we're gonna go with since you, Ryan, since you're the newcomer. Okay. I am. Oh, I am the child of, and I draw two. So I am the child of Mike Tyson. Oh boy. And Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> Yeti is, okay. is, is a child. This is wrong. Yeah, Yeti's a juvenile. Um, and then that makes TJ Red Rush. Mm. All right. So all right. the equivalent of Flash, right? There's yeah. nothing too. Okay. So, I mean, it's in my blood. I, uh, I'm a pretty good fighter. Yeah, but you can't even see me. I just but, come up out I'm, of nowhere. But and, I'm also and a Yeti. What are you going to do? You're not, you don't have super strength. You're going to come up to me really quick. And then do what? Plant get, a bomb in get, your fur get punched, and run away. Get <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, you can't just no. say you plant a bomb. Like, where did you get a bomb from? That is true, TJ. You can't like, have you, bombs. You, can't just, no. you, you don't have bombs. It's just you. I have a shield. I have a bomb-proof jacket. I don't know. Yeah. I, can, <laughs> I, can, I can run up and just snap your neck without, without you even knowing that I'm super coming. strength. You don't have super strength. Matter. Unless I I'm Yeti, I don't have a neck. TJ can snap Ryan's neck right now. <laughs> no, mm. you get you get close. I'm taking an ear. At least one. An Good ear? one. I was waiting for it, because Mike Tyson. Mm. Yeah, and then your equilibrium's all off, TJ, and yeah, you're tripping you're around like a moron. You're crazy. <laughs> really? You're gonna go with you're gonna go that direction, Bill? I think we all know Attribute? what was gonna happen when I was the judge, TJ. Red <laughs> Rush would fucking run. <laughs> Yeti and Mike Tyson, even as separate people. Who gets the, the top? Son of. Who gets the top? All right, card? so we're gonna give TJ the first attribute card. Okay. So, Red Rush, with <laughs> TJ, what's with you? With no depth perception. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I am the child of Mike Tyson and Yeti. I'll call myself Mikey. And I have, <clears throat> I'm armed with a freeze ray, which completely counters your your super speed. But you're you, not moving you fast if you're frozen. You all I'm I need to keep do, shooting around me. All I need to do is see you from afar, and just you pinpoint have, you and like in you a can't in see a me like from a, afar. Huh? How are you gonna see me from afar? You bringing binoculars to this fight too? <laughs> I can see you from afar. I can see you. From, I mean, like not like super far away but i mean as as far as a, as a human which means being can i see can from see far you away. yeah i know which way you're coming i know which way you're coming 
Not if I see you first, bitch. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. That's that's the argument. That's the argument. Hmm. Man, no I'm depth sorry. perception. I'm, I'm, you didn't even I'm, bring that up. You can't. Yeah, you can't find yeah. me. Uh, that's that's I mean TJ even if you like I understand what you were saying you could just put them in your line of on in your line of sight and then just run really fast at him as fast as you can it doesn't really matter if you have depth for perception but he has a freaking freeze freeze ray so if you're that far away he can just ice up you know what I mean but I can still run around it's not like I'm like stuck I can only run in one direction <laughs> that I can still you. run around that is true yeah. I'm gonna say Yeti and Mike Tyson with a freeze ray yes who would have thought that you son of a bitch all right TJ. sorry TJ I see how it's gonna go I see that's okay I'm I gonna it. lose this round because you're the judge all right. All, right. <laughs> all right TJ TJ you're the judge me versus Bill uh who gets this character card on top uh Ryan will go first all right I am I am three Reanimen. Okay. So you're gonna be fighting Easy. against three Reanimen. I could. You fight don't know three who you are yet. What? Wait. What are you? Original Reanimen or Invincible Reanimen? I think. I think it's safe. Just to original. Say original. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unless my modifier card is Viltrumite, in which case I am three Viltrumite Reanimen. And Bill, your character is. A vampire. I have no blood. I am Zachariah, though. Zachariah is a card in here, but I guess you yeah, can claim that. I'm just going to say that I'm like Zachariah, so I yeah. have Zachariah's abilities, and Zachariah could turn to mist mm-hmm. and and outsmart, outwit, outmaneuver. Are you gonna me, what, what are you going to do? Kill me? <laughs> well, yeah, how, why not? You I don't kill have to me. suck your blood. All I have to do is take my nails and go like this. I could obviously backhand a woman and and snap her neck in half. Not saying that I would. I'm saying I'm I'm referencing Wolfman just so everybody knows. Like I'm not. <laughs> yeah, if anybody I, hasn't read Wolfman, I'm that's just not pretty that pretty out of the rare. Air. Right. Right. Um damn. Yeah, you are pretty strong. But there's 3 of me. There's 3 of me. 3 of me held down invincible and gave him a hard time. Mm. Yeah, but Reanimator in, like, in the in the sewer are, are like that's a good point. Yeah, we held Invincible down. Invincible could burst out of Reanimate. Like, now how, how many? I mean, he just destroyed how many countless original Reanimate? Countless. Hmm. I don't know. I think I think I need the, we need the attributes because right now there's no way TJ, that, who gets that the, three Reanimate can fight. Who gets Ryan the gets the first one. attribute. I am three Reanimate that are really really stupid. Mm-hmm. which doesn't really change much bill you're a vampire that screams names of attacks before using them (laughs) it doesn't matter you're so stupid you wouldn't even care it doesn't mean you just be you what i imagine is the three dumb reanimate just standing there not knowing what to do not having any motives yeah and then me being being stupid doesn't mean that you're deaf you're, you can still you're a judge, hear. TJ. I'm, TJ, I, you can still hear. TJ, you're a judge here. You also weighed in. I think if when I me was, and Ryan were arguing. I think if it was one reanimate, I wouldn't even. I, I don't stand a chance. I think my my strength is in numbers, and they are very but, strong. But you're stupid. You're so stu- You're stupid <laughs> to begin with, and you're extra stupid. So like, 
I'll, I, I really feel like I, as a human being, could probably somehow, if I had like a gun, mm-hmm. I could hold my own against three reanimate. <laughs> they're not, they're not, they don't have super speed or anything like that. I can turn into mist. I can turn into a bat mm-hmm. and like really confuse the three. But you have to say what you're going to do, but I'm turning into a bat <laughs> and then turn into a bat. Yeah, but they're so stupid that that doesn't matter, TJ. It almost like it's like this fight was destined to happen. He's like the Sokka of vampires, like, air slice! <gasps> How dare you? How what? dare you? Calling Sokka stupid. Boomerang attack! I'm not saying he... No, I'm saying, like, the vampire is like Sokka, because he has to no- announce his attacks. I vote I win as a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a judge. That TJ, what's your call? Oh. TJ, be realistic here. Come on, man. You're going to you're you're disappoint a lot of fans. As much as I was fighting for Ryan I know. to have a better argument. I don't have one. I mean, honestly, <laughs> three reanimate can hold down Invincible. I should be. But but I'm really, I'm really, really stupid. <laughs> no. Oh. He, he is very strong. Do you guys hear Koba going oh, yeah. crazy? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It is now TJ versus Bill. Oh, I'll give that to Bill. Top card to Bill? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I was saying I was giving oh, the round yeah. to Bill because I never officially said it. Oh, okay. All right. But I'll, now, take now, I'll, I'll take the top card still. Now Ryan is the judge. That's right. Bill, you are... Oh, man. Another, another, another draw one. Bill, you have Robot's brain in the body of Duplicate. Oh, wow. Wow! Wait, 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 because robot, that's like, that's just like being robot because he has an infinite amount of robots. TJ, you are... Fuck this. Conquest. What? I thought you you put him back. I thought you put him to the side. There are two conquests and two invincible in there. I can redraw if you want. But originally, want, when we played, originally when we played this, we go through cards more quickly, and I wanted there to be better fights. No, we'll keep them. You want to keep it? Yeah. Oh, go figure. I, I don't know. I, I'm the judge. I can't say anything. Go for it. I mean, you don't have uh, very much of an argument other than saying you're Conquest. Like, I'm That's conquest. a pretty strong argument. Right. <laughs> but, however, however, Robot... Robot having the power to instantly duplicate himself no, keep an, in infinite, mind. an infinite amount of times. He could overwhelm him, not to mention the other duplicates could be like distractions. And like you have you have robots brain power here that we're talking about. Yes, but you are not an infinite amount of robots, you are infinite amount of duplicates, yeah. And conquest would just fly and mow you, the guys, the fuck down. He would be mow you down. He would be overwhelmed eventually. No, he, can't... he wouldn't. Yes, yes, he would be. He, can't... he would destroy. He conquest not... isn't like he's not infinite. Like he can't just like continue. He will get tired eventually. Like he will eventually get tired. And robot is so smart that he will just keep throwing duplicates at him over and over and over again until he gets a little bit tired and then all he'll do is smother him with like another huge planet-sized mound of duplicates no it would take 
it would take like a million years for him it to would, get that tired because literally would, all he would have to do is touch one of the duplicates and they fucking die. Yeah, no, it just would touch them. Just touch them. It would, and it then would be it a would, long battle. It would be a long battle. And then duplicate sure. duplicate would eventually tire out. No, she's still she's still human. Every new clone, every new duplicate has has fresh stamina. I every have, single new I'm, one. I'm adding attributes. Okay. Who gets the first one? I'll I, take it. No. Okay, fine. I, I got the first card, so that's fine. All right. Conquest is covered in spikes. Oh, that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And robot's brain inside duplicate <clears throat> is infected with the scourge virus. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead tj what you're dead you have the scourge virus you i i'm infected with the scourge virus but a human nothing i wouldn't be affected by the scourge virus you're a freaking vulture mite all i would have to do is throw no 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 duplicates at you no yes. no no listen listen yes 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 bill hold on you Ryan is saying the attribute is that you are infected with the scourge virus. You can't right. say, "Well, I'm not in, I'm not infected with the scourge virus because I'm human." No, the the attribute is that you are infected with the scourge virus. Okay, you have the virus. Okay, you All have right. it. So, so yes, so Bill has a normal, it. right? A normal human, but I'm not a viltrumite, and it wasn't designed. It doesn't to kill. matter. It, it doesn't matter. You have listen, it. the viltrumite, the the scourge virus does not kill humans. It doesn't. It it doesn't kill any other race other than viltrumites. That's why they but in can this scenario it, into... it does because you have it. The scourge virus kills. When you get it, it kills you. That's what no. it does. The virus no, kills I'm infected. I'm infected with it. I have it. I have it inside my body. I'm infected with it. Just like I could have COVID nineteen, but not be not be symptomatic. You know what I mean? Like I could still have it. I could still be a carrier. Just like in twenty eight weeks later, how the mom was immune to the virus because she had the red and, and or the blue and the green eye, remember? And then when she kissed her husband, she was still a vector for it, so she infected him. But she was never turned into a, a rage monster because she's immune. The scourge virus does not kill humans. It, it, yes, you could be infected it, with it. But in this case, because you are infected, right? I'm you infected. Have, you can't be infected with something and not have the yes, not have can. the the side effects of it. You, have Ryan, it. Ryan, you you're the judge. What do you think of this? Because I'm telling you right now, duplicate. I made that robots. card with the intention of it being, uh, a you know, something to combat all the Viltrumites in this deck. Um, I would say infected, just like you can be infected and not symptomatic. I'd say that Bill is not sick. However, he still has it. And even if you play it as him being sick, it, I think Bill's point or the point he should be making stands the same. That is the point that I'm making. Is that I'm just gonna throw a billion infected? Whether he's sick, so so he he has yeah. a, he has a thousand sick duplicates with robots' brain. But whether, the scourge whether... virus is not going to kill. A, a, you're you're infected with it, sure, sure. I mean, you you can infect me with something that I'm naturally immune to, and I'm still I, a carrier okay. for it. I'm still I a vector for I it. I disagree with how the cards are being taken because mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that that's going to play <laughs> like like it, like. When you made that card, you made it in, if a Viltrumite were to take it to be an you when you okay I'll ask this when you made that card you made that card to be a negative on the person that drew it yes not to be a positive on the person that drew no, it no I never thought it would be used as a positive I only ever thought it would only be a negative against Viltrumites 
but now Boom. you're saying that you're seeing it as a positive. Yeah, I'm here's for me. The way, the way negative I, for you. The, I already I have my ruling. My ruling is that it's a draw. I think you both die. I think there's no way that duplicate, whether she's sick or not, can survive conquest covered in spikes. There is well, no one way. argument. One argument that I never even got to say is but what but, what, but what, conquest are, what are your is what are your duplicates licking his lips? Like, what are your duplicates going to even do? You can't like. Are you going to all jump on me? I'm covered yeah. in spikes. Yeah. No, there's yeah, no way. But all, all, all it takes is me to hide my zero somewhere or even be on the battlefield but be forever away hidden under a rock or a tree. And then, I'm can still search this entire, Wait. I can search the Wait. entire world. How, how long did it take Conquest to find Invincible when he got to Earth? It doesn't matter. How long, how long did Invincible get after he got sprayed in the face with Scourge Virus? Did he become incapable of flight or anything else? Like five minutes? So but all I, I would have to all I would have to do is throw clothes at you for five minutes, not even, and then you're infect you're brutally infected because I throw myself at you with spikes covered on you. Blood is all over you. You're breathing and and breathing in and and sucking in the the blood everywhere, every orifice of you. You are infected. Five minutes later, you're on the ground, and now I just wait for you to die. And all my, I would have my, to do is mow you down, though. That's all I have to do. I wouldn't even have to. Now that I'm covered in spikes, I wouldn't even have to lift an arm. I would just wouldn't, fly. You wouldn't be able. You, you wouldn't. Who? All I would have to do is hide my zero. That's all I would have to do. How is duplicate gonna kill? Me? Like you can't kill me though. I you wouldn't have to. You're still I would, sacri I would sacrifice my infected clones, like throwing. It's like throwing a water balloon, filled, like filled of the scourge virus over conquest. Ryan, you make your make live? your judgment. Ryan. I hate this. I hate this. This is legitimately tough. Like I'm so right. It, it, I, it, I'm so right. It, like conquest will kill duplicate. I feel like even if duplicate hit her zero, like the only way Bill wins this is if duplicate can hide her zero long enough for conquest to not find it and the scourge virus doesn't infect duplicate which is a way that we can uh interpret the card so i'm, I'm saying i'm saying it, and i'm saying it's a draw i'm saying that neither of you win because i think you that can't do that i am i am you both die bill you're literally saying it's a suicide mission for your for, for your character it's a suicide mission for my clones ah you you really think that that with the amount of clones that i would be able to duplicate myself with that i wouldn't be able to at least slow down conquest a little bit like a little bit like to where he's just a little slower not to mention he's consistently getting more and more infected but with you're, talk virus. you're talking about it uh duplicate like she's invincible or like not invincible like in the sense of the word invincible not the not the superhero she's not like all she's, I'm doing, she's not invincible like that all all i have to do is clone a clone of my clone and just keep doubling doubling yeah, doubling, but doubling, like, doubling, okay, doubling, but, doubling but if we want to if we want to go that deep into it i could just like wait for you to die no, old age no not even that not <laughs> you even have that. the scourge virus you're dead in 5 minutes not even that komodo well, I won't fight you komodo dragon took out duplicate she she couldn't multiply fast enough to even stop him and that's komodo dragon like Fine, then I took you out with me, dude, because uh, I'm I infected really with the scourge virus. I throw myself at you. You get blood in your eye, in your mouth, in your ear, and you're dead. Or I, or I cover, or I, you know what? You I, can't get you. Oh, Conquest has a visor. No, no, you know what I do? <laughs> I, I, just, I just wear a face mask. I was going to say, yeah, you wear a KN95 yeah. face mask. N95. M95. Um, or whatever it is, yeah. All right, who's up? It's uh, me versus Bill? Or is it uh, me versus TJ? It was, it was me, it's yeah. me and you, Ryan. All right, Bill, who gets the top card? Uh, TJ can have the top card this time. All right, TJ, you ready? Mm. You are Onan. Ooh. Or you mean Onan. Onan. I am 
Mohawk Mark. Oh, this is a good fight. Hmm. Except Mark crushed. <laughs> Except I literally <laughs> killed you. Neck. <laughs> yeah, but you're I mean, crazy. Right there. Yeah, I, I know. I probably would have killed you quicker. <laughs> TJ, you're going to want to put up a better fight than that. Be like, yeah, you'd kill me. No, I, Onan is smart. He's calculated. He was raised by Thrag. Come on. He's raised by Thrag. He knows. I'm pretty sure knows, I, I overthrew Thrag and put him on the run with his rebels. You overthrew Thrag? In, no, that, dimension. All In we, that dimension. All we know is that Thrag is, has his rebels. How do we know that that was you, though? We don't know that was you. I'm the one in charge. Mark. I'm the leader. You, you know what? I'm saying for sake of the argument that it wasn't you. Uh, I win. Attribute? Uh, who got the first card? TJ did, right? Yes. Uh, so, Ryan, you can get the first attribute. I am Mohawk Mark, and I am narcoleptic. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good for me. Uh, Narcoleptic for, for those people that don't know is that you just fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anan is. Anan has no legs. <laughs> I don't need legs. I can fly. That's so true. I don't need legs. I just wait until. Man, I just wait it out. It doesn't. It won't take me long. It won't take me long. I won't even fall asleep. I'll take a I'll take a little nap after I. After you don't I have control over it. It's not nah. like narcolepsy is not you getting really tired. Narcolepsy is you're fucking sleeping now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, but so all, all I gotta do is is hide out or wait out until until you fall asleep, and then I come in and I what do what I gotta hide? do. I have super speed and flight too. Yeah, but you fall asleep. You're gonna fall asleep <laughs> and just hit the ground. Have have we we didn't see, uh, is it Anan or Onan? Onan, Onan. According to Robert Kirkman, when we met him, he yelled at Onan. us and told us that it's Onan. <laughs> Onan. Did ha, have we seen him actually kill a Viltrumite or do any kind of legitimate damage to anyone that was of power? Like not really. Like he did. You break a leg? Did he? No, that was. Did you uh, break? Ursel, Ursel broke off Eve's leg. He chased Mark down. While he was holding on to Terra. That's right. So he's. So oh, he's I think he might have killed Edie. The robot. Yeah, it was either him or. <laughs> <laughs> it was either him or the so I remember. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know, TJ. I mean, you gotta hope I fall asleep randomly. I think the narcolepsy fucks you up. It fucks I, you I, up. I do think Ryan that. Onan is fast enough to stay away from Mohawk Mark <laughs> until he falls asleep and then he's done. Doesn't matter are, if he has no I legs. Mean, look how long it took for Mark to get to his full speed, like potential. Mohawk Mark can fly and like you you're saying you have to wait out him at can Onan keep up Onan, can on, Onan you know Well Onan when we saw him was after Mohawk Mark even existed so that was before mark was even at his full speed so when we knew onan he was pretty quick he was fast yeah. enough to keep up with mark to catch onan, up to mark um mohawk mark is also very stupid and gullible and i can say oh like let's take over this world together and then gain his trust <laughs> and then wait for you him know to what? fall asleep the two of them would absolutely be be buddies. match made in heaven yeah yeah absolutely um 
I think that as unrealistic, because if it was Mohawk Mark next to Onan, yeah. Mohawk Mark would beat him all day long. Yeah. But this is a prime example of where the attributes just totally screw. Yeah. Yep. Screw you because narcolepsy, it doesn't matter. Like narcolepsy isn't like you're going to fall asleep in a day or like, you know, an hour. Could it means random. that within minutes you're going to fall asleep. So I, I really do believe. And, and unfortunately, TJ has to win this round because it's it's logical. It's First good. one of the night. It's all good. All right. So that makes uh, TJ the judge for Bill and I. TJ, who gets the first character card? Uh, you went first last time I did it, so we'll give it to Bill. Ready, Bill? Yeah, I'm ready. Bill, you are a Kaboomerang. Okay. Uh-oh. And I am Omni-Man. Conquest. <laughs> who are you? Omni-Man. Come on. <laughs> it might as well be Conquest. Yeah. No, yeah. wait. What do we What do we know about Boomerang? That he like he's actually telepathic, right? Yeah, Kaboomerang is slightly telepathic. He well, no, telekinetic. He telekinetic. controls. Yeah, he controls things where they with go. his mind. Yeah. So he and, and he can. He throws so, explosive boomerangs and controls them with his mind. But he can control more than with his mind, probably right. Not that I know. Would you say that he's, or would you say that he's like a weak tele- telekinetic person? Like oh, that's all he can do. I is think it's. Ranks. I think it's pretty subtle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I don't stand a chance unless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is this is an attribute changer. TJ, who gets it? TJ. Um, Bill. Bill, you are a boomerang, and this is funny because you actually throw bears. Exploding bears. You throw bears. Fascinating. So it's kind of great that he actually got throws bears because he's pretty good at it. So do you think yeah. he controls the bears telekinetically as well? Absolutely. All of his, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Omni-Man is only six inches tall. So that's half a foot? Yes. <laughs> A bullet is still deadly. Yes. Right? Yeah, I'm so, essentially a bullet. I think that actually helped you, Ryan. I, I am harder to see coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I I think that if I were to hit you... No, wait a minute. Am wait I, a minute. Am I, am I as indestructible? I or have, do I get... I have bears <laughs> that I throw <laughs> and that I can... I have subtly manipulate with my telekinetic powers and i can also they also explode so a six inch i feel like i wouldn't be able to see you unless you were really like close i like within like i'm looking at around my room right now and things that are six inches like if they were moving fast like Mm -hmm. omni-man could i would have a difficult time yeah but i could surround myself I could I could surround myself with bears to create a buffer, mm-hmm. and the bears would explode once you go through them. So that would hurt you. You wouldn't necessarily want to do that. Yeah. I guess it depends on how indestructible I am. How well? I mean, because an explosion I mean, is man, not going to hurt me. He flew. He flew through a planet. <laughs> like that would be like flying through a bear. <laughs> if if the planet exploded. I don't know. TJ, I think you have all the information that you need. <laughs> I'm giving you my best option, man. I surround myself with bears that explode, and I'll occasionally throw one if I see a blur. <laughs> like, oh, what was that? And throw a bear at it. 
I think we all have the information that we need, Bill. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. Oh. Do I get it, TJ? You do. Yep. All right. So that was uh, that was two full rounds. Are we gonna do any more, or are you gonna go into the rereader? Oh, we can hit up the rereader. Yeah. Yeah. Keep one more. Twenty-five more episodes. I'd like to. I I, I always enjoy this, and there is a huge stack of cards here that we didn't even get to. I feel like we should do like one an episode, just one super fight. And I feel like we talked about that last time. So maybe in two years we'll decide to finally start doing one per episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's tempting i just want to flip this over and see who's it gonna be oh it's pikachu all right let's move on <clears throat> who would he have fought who would pikachu have fought he would have fought shapesmith that's interesting that's a fight i would like to see with some attributes too pikachu versus powerplex would be a good one that could have happened they just stand there and just keep zapping just keep each zapping. other well who has the the greatest uh resistance i guess all right let's grab my copy here. I thoroughly enjoyed rereading Reboot. It was a lot of fun. Me too. One, I read it. 121. So let's see. Volume 22, Reboot. Issues 121 to 126. The cover of this trade paperback, Omni-Man on the front, is fucking sick. The mm -hmm. colors, I love this cover. Mm -hmm. It is really cool. I love the background. I like how it's just that, the, the, the way it's colored. It's really cool. Yeah, the blood on the walls. Mm -hmm. The walls? The floor? Oh, the floor. Yeah. yeah. What? Mm -hmm. Just the blood on the floor. Oh, I'm, I'm still talking about the cover of the trade. Oh, oh, okay. I'm looking at the cover of the issue. Yeah, yeah and I'm using my hard I'm cover. Not... Show me so the. We're all, we're all talking about different things. Yeah. Here, I'll I'll show. I'll... show uh... Can you see the screen? If you hold it up right uh, up to the camera. Pull it back a little bit. No, hold oh, it right up to the camera. No. Yeah, pull. And then let it adjust. There we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the spaghetti monster is right there, front and center. And Adam Eve with the teen team like that is that you're right. Yeah, the cover of this trade paperback is great. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. I have the. Hardcover in front of me, and I could have just pulled that up, TJ, because it's in the back. We have that. Yeah, I can see that inside the thing. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, great cover. But the cover of 121 is cool, which I thought you were talking about, TJ. The blood all over Immortal. Yeah, this was actually available on Ryan Otley's store back when he had his own store for like years, and then someone snatched it. Mm -hmm. I always regret. Always regret not getting one of these. Oh, a, a cover. Yeah. Especially Back when, then, they when they more were more affordable. Yeah, exactly. When they were a little cheaper. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, starts off cold open with um, robot just destroying an army of duplicates. What do you know? Look at that. And some are getting away. All it takes is one. That is ironic. That that it is robot fighting duplicate, and that was your card. Wow, that is duplicate. That's how we start. Strange. It was conquest fighting duplicate. Mm -hmm. No, I know, but no, yeah. but robots brain and oh, duplicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember reading this for the first time and thinking that this was like another dimension or something like just because of how crazy it started out. Just that cold open like that. Yeah. <clears throat> now, like all the duplicates, all like all just 
skeletized and like blown apart and stuff. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so Immortal did this to get caught. So he planned this, right? Yeah. Yes. It's it's crazy to me because his kids were there. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. His his he was there with duplicate. Oh, you mean like why would his kids have been there? Yeah. Like if I, wherever if I was they planning were on fighting. getting caught. You know what I mean? Or fighting at all. Why would your kids be there? Mm. Well maybe he maybe it was more of a like we're gonna get caught eventually. Mm-hmm. And then when when we do, we're this gonna, is the plan. We're gonna we're gonna have a plan. Yeah. So who do we have? So we have we have he goes he gets to the the jail cell. Uh, there's knockout Yeti and Monax in the background, and then he also um, walks past the cell of yeah, that's Monax. It's not knockout though. That's uh, outrun. Got oh, outrun. Goggles. You're right. Yep. So but as Brit, he's it's as Brit, he's, Monster Girl, Chupacabra, uh, Pegasus, Pegasus and Lebruza. And then Kaboomerang. Yep. Right. As yep. he's walking, he looks up to the like sca- uh, the scaffold the scaffolding and he sees um fucking what's his name? Why Sinclair. am I drawing blank? Sinclair. Sinclair. Mm-hmm. And they just like exchange this look mm-hmm. and then nothing is said because of what Mark told um uh, the immortal, basically saying that you know, Sinclair is, is on your side if you need him. Yeah. He's like kind of undercover, like low key um, against robot. Yep. And Bulletproof is the one that's turning him in, basically walking him in. And they're talking about how like Bulletproof is talking about how like you're going to be on the wrong side of history with this. Like this is this is the right way. Rex has actually changed things for the better. Um, But meanwhile, um, uh He's walking past everybody, and Immortal says, "Okay, everybody, it's time. Everyone to the back of your cells," and he explodes. Um, Planted a bomb within his stomach. Yep. So this damaging the the um, the prison cells. Um, Zandel gets his face burned off, literally becoming two faced, and uh, um, everyone escapes. So we got Brit and uh, Amanda transforms. I love Immortal. Reaching out to Amanda, saying, "I don't see my legs. Have somebody grab my legs." There's a great uh, moment with Monax offering to help fight against Robot. Um, oh wow! They go down, and all the robots um, come out to try and stop them from escaping. And then out of like, you know, out of nowhere, a whole bunch of Rihanna men show up and start fighting the robots. And um, uh, it's because of Sinclair that let them loose and is helping them escape. Mm-hmm. The best part was freaking this Monster is, Girl grabbing. This Brit is the best part for sure. And, and using him as like a, a like a mace, like yeah. she's just swinging him through the crowd of robots, and they're just being destroyed. Yeah, just this uh, indestructible senior citizen being swung around by this. <laughs> monster destroying all and he told robots. her to do it he's like yeah. we have a clear path do it yep which and then which she knew what he meant which means they've talked about this before yep <laughs> and then sinclair says wait i have an idea this should buy buy us the time that you need and he turns the entire facility into the white room so all you see are robots like just a crowd of robots because everybody else is basically invisible to the robots mm-hmm 
and that's how they escape. Yep. Um, Rex is obviously flipping out, yelling at D.A. Sinclair and um, telling him his punishment will be severe. Uh, but D.A. Sinclair, um, meanwhile, this whole time has been in a rocket and he had climbed in and is launching out um, to escape. Uh, we see Zendel, who's now burned, uh, you know, his face is badly burned, his arms badly burned, and, um, you know, Rex says, you know, calm down, we, we can fix it. And he says, no, I deserve this. This is, this reflects better who I am on the inside. Um, and Zandal says, it's not, it's not what I'm talking about, you know, in, in regards to Rex thinking that he meant, you know, that they're doing good things. But so that's kind of that callback to what happened with his parents and everything like that. So, um, this image of Brit walking with the hood up and like, you know, sneaking into their base, it always reminded me of, um, like old man, Captain America, like nomad Captain America, mm, you know? mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. so they're in a base with Sinclair. There's like a, uh, little exchange between Monax and, um, monster girl. But the cool thing that I really like about all this is how prominent the Guardians are in this issue. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the everyone is here. It's it's mostly the Guardians. Like, this yeah. is mostly an issue about the Guardians. Oh, yeah. This was, this was a break from the craziness that was going on with Invincible. And th- we, I remember thinking, like, man, it has been so long since we've seen Earth and what's going on on Earth. And mm-hmm. so this was a really great issue to kind of catch up on that and to see what happened. But I liked I liked the reference to you know Da Sinclair being fascinated by immortal and how he's like oh you just have to put most of me together and I come back to life and um, yeah Monax telling Amanda that she's a good person it's always weird how Monax calls her father even when she's Amanda and not Monster Girl it's funny so yeah um, but. This issue ends with Brit basically talking to the rest of the Guardians saying how, you know, the world is a better place. Have you been outside lately? Like, everything is is better, you know, it, and, and it was Rex. He saved the world. We don't have to stop fighting anymore. That was and, that was always the goal for us was to stop fighting, and, and he did it. And some time has gone by since they, you know, pulled off that heist or, or you know, the escape from the, from the Pentagon. So it, it was basically Brit. I think he's been thinking about this for a while, and I'm really seeing the good that has come off of, come from what Robot has done mm-hmm. or has been doing. Yep. So um, they they talk about it for a while, and they kind of argue the subject. And Brit says, "Look, like look around you, he's doing good." And then out pops Rex through um, one, of the, one of the portals and says, "I'm I'm glad to see you're coming around." Now he says, "I have eyes and ears everywhere." In regards to how he showed up. So would you say that there's a mole? Would you say there's a mole? Hmm. I I think that's probably what that means. Because I mean, if he had bugs in the room, I don't think he would have said, "I have eyes and ears." Well, he could have meant that. Yeah, I guess so. It could be bugs there. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I like, you know, best tiger, you know. Brit says, uh, you can talk anything else and it's over. Best Tiger, and then you see Best Tiger, you only have to say the word. So awesome. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but 
Rex basically says, you know, you've seen what I've done. You've seen how much, you know, good you can do by working together with me. Um, you know, uh, and he offers a truce and allows some of them to come along and some of them choose to stay. Um, Rex says, you know, I won't, I won't hunt you down. I won't find, I, I won't try and find you. You just, you know, if you don't, if you don't attack me, I won't attack you basically just, um, you know, and, uh, and just like that, like splits them up yeah. instantly. Yeah. So who remains is Amanda immortal, um, um, duplicate DA Sinclair, best tiger and, um, uh, outrun. So, hmm. yep. Good issue, and we don't get to see them until the end, until the very final issue. Really, that's the last time we see. Um, I think it is. We see. Yeah. We see. Um, we see Rex again. A bunch of times. Oh no! I mean, I guess we see. We see Bulletproof. But no, we don't really see much of the Guardians. Until the final issue, that's where it's left. Um, which knowing what we know isn't isn't that far off. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that they all kind of revolt against him at the end. So Oliver's funeral. Where is that at? It's that's on, on Telescria. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not there. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're definitely not there. All right, issue one twenty one. I'm sorry, one twenty two. Um, this issue starts off with. Um, uh, Alan talking to the council and talking, like giving the update on finding um, Thrag and that that's their their priority. Um, one interesting thing is, well, obviously there's um, what's her face, uh, Representative Elia, who we get to see talk back to Alan in this issue. Um, and she, who has a voice like this? Yes. Uh, 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 Space yes. report mentioned that planet. Yes. <laughs> and I love how she says, "I won't allow for this behavior to continue." And Alan's like, "Yeah, I'm so worried." And then we later find out that she does tr- actually attack him. Um, but an important thing is she says the name of the planet. This hasn't happened yet. We always thought it was. Uh, Thraxia. Thraxa. It, it's not. It's Mantia. She says Oh, my it. God. Right? Wait. Where does she say it? In her whole spiel? Yeah, the first thing she says on the, on the second page. Space Racers oh my report God. mentioned the plan, that planet Mantia was chosen by Thrag because of its genetic makeup of its people. That was an invincible trivia question. Oh, but even I would have gotten that one wrong. <laughs> that is that Where is Where did tough. we come up with Thraxa? Because they're Thraxans, aren't they? Yeah, but that but that's so we like just we're assumed humans, it was so like our this. planet is called is called Huma or like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why we thought that. Unless it is somewhere Mantia. and I'm wrong and they and he changed the name or something. But I could have sworn it was Thraxia. I swear I've seen that written somewhere. We couldn't have just made that up. Guys, we made up a lot of stuff that we, we because we say it so much. Like, but that just, one, I mean, that's like, right? I, don't know, I feel like that's really specific. Mm-hmm. 
But anyways, um, after that argument, um, because she, you know, she talks about, you know, the breeding camps and blah, 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 blah. Um, after that argument, um, oh, shoot, what was his name? Mock? I think this is Mock. Gen- General Mock. Yeah, because what was, what was Battleby's name? Thok? Thok. Thok. Thok, okay. Yeah. So this is General Mock. He comes in, apologizes on um, Representative Alaya's behalf, and Alan says, ah, yeah, don't worry about her. It's all good. And says that um, I, I haven't spoken with you. I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. I've heard of the death of Battlebeast. And uh, he says, I know how important he was to your people. Um, you know, Mock says, yes, yeah, but, and, and he, he will be missed. And Alan says, were there any others like him? And Mock says, never, uh, but there is the prophecy of another. And that's where that is left. That's where that... that- um, Freaking seed was planted and that, drove us mad. Yep, until the final issue. So we're getting close, guys. We only got three more after this. So um, after that, we've got um, Alan with Oliver and uh, Alan. Um, Alan's been a little um, distant lately. He's been trying to help out Mark and Eve in adjusting to the planet, and he's been sending them to all the wrong places and everything like that. And um, they this talk- was actually really funny. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, Mark, did you go to uh, the Greenlands like I suggested? And he's like, yeah, it was. Uh, and then it shows like a <laughs> flashback of them fighting those monsters that you see on the cover. Um, and then Alan's like, oh, crap, I forgot that it was Thoric season. Mm-hmm. Just a funny little little thing there. They talk about how they're going to be going to a show tonight. And, uh, and then that's where we see next with... Yet another thing that drove us mad. Um, it shows them, uh, Mark, Eve, and um, Tara on their way to the theater. I guess we'll call it a theater. And uh, this is when that beggar asks for help. And Eve says, no, you know, let's just keep walking. We don't know what, what this is about. You know, that things, it's probably just going to, you know, do something totally weird. And then another creature, alien, comes up and helps the the beggar up and the beggar shapeshifts into that person and says, thanks. This is much better. We thought that meant like, like, like after so reboot much. and everything, he was like, is Oliver really Oliver? He could be this like thing. Mm-hmm. And it's been, it's been five years. Like, how do we know that it didn't like to infiltrate? Be fair, like we thought so many things. Kirkman did make fun of us pretty hard. He did. Yes. He did about, about this one here. But I still think, that he had big plans because I mean, it takes just for one little gag, I think is how he called it. Like we take uh, like a little gag of like a hobo and stuff like that and, and break it apart. But like, I mean, the, well, the problem it, is here is, is, is shape shifting is such a power. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's such an ability that it's so, um, oh man, it's Kirkman, tempting to not use it. Kirkman said, he's like, this was just something to show, how strange this planet is mm-hmm. but at the same time if you look at this panel the 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 alien that helped up the hobo the look on his face when the when the hobo changes he's surprised Shocked. yeah which means that this is not a normal thing so i don't know yeah I yeah know. i think it was i i believe kirkman i believe that it was just meant to be a fun little I do too. thing i do too but yeah i think it i think it felt like I mean, it ended in, it wasn't in the middle of a page. It ended a page with a shock. Like, oh, what is this? So, yeah, we totally fell for it, though. Um, all right. And so them at the um, 
at the at the theater. I love the interactions with Haluma and Mark because they just hate each other, and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they talk about how it's gonna be sort of like a uh, a movie, but it's with lights and sound and vibrations, and it tells a story, and that Tara will love it. Um, meanwhile, Thrag is um, uh, and his you know army of um, Thraxans and all of the children are taking a pit stop on a planet and they're letting the children play outside and everything like that. And there's a, maybe sp- they're, maybe they're Mantans, Mantians, but Mantians? where did we come up with Thraxen then? They're definitely called Thraxans. They're called, they the, where, where would, where would we take that? It's not like we were given a planet named Thraxa and then we're like, Oh, they're Thraxans or we were given a, a name called Thraxans. And then, but like, I know we had to have been, I know. It's okay. Why don't you go back and look, why don't you go to like the Invincible Wiki, Wiki and see like if someone named them? I bet there is. Um, the yeah. So, anyways, there's a spy watching Thrag and them. Um, and then next up, we see the um, uh, the aftermath of the show. It's actually the show hasn't even gotten to the good part or something. I think they say. Um, uh, and Tara is absolutely miserable. And so everybody's upset that they're going to go home. You know, Mark's saying he's not feeling too good after that either. Um, and so they said it might be something to do with the vibration or something. Uh, this was something that I thought was a little interesting too. And it might have just been, you know, just like the shapeshifter, not really a big deal. It was just to show how uncomfortable they are there. But was this a subtle nod to the fact that vibrations can bother Viltrumites? Mm. I think it probably has to do with like the whole inner ear thing. That's what I'm saying. You know saying. what I mean? Yeah. I mean it. It didn't bother Oliver, so that's the only thing that is kind of against that. So I don't know, but I always thought it was something like that. Um, Mark and um, Oliver are out on the patrol in their cool little coalition costumes or outfits, and uh, they find an illegal cancelock farm. They break that up. There's a Rhinax that barges out and attacks them. And it's hilarious because it keeps yelling Rhinax. And <laughs> Oliver, well, it busts out, says Rhinax. Oliver's like, where the hell did they get the, a Rhinax? And then it yells Rhinax. Mark's like, what is this thing? It says Rhinax. And then Oliver goes, it's a Rhinax. <laughs> and, it was just and then Margie was like, it's very funny. Mm-hmm. That's great. So, at, so when we were talking about um, Thraxa, Thraxin, and what they are, uh, I looked it up and I just Googled um, um, Oliver Grayson. Basically, what is Oliver Grayson? Where is he from? Uh-huh. And he's he's a Thraxin from Thraxa. What? He's a Thraxin from Thraxa. I need to find it in the... He is a Thraxin-Viltramite hybrid. Yeah. From the planet Thraxa. Yeah, I need to find it in the book because I wonder if the person that put it on that wiki or whatever did the same thing we did, where he was called a Thraxan, so they just called the planet. Thraxa. Maybe he listens to our podcast. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find it. Um, I always think of this page. I don't always think of this page, but I always, whenever we talk about like how Eve just doesn't doesn't like Telescria, this page. I love it. Oh my gosh, it's just her coming out out onto the balcony and enjoying the sun and then this just this flying thing flies up next to her uh starts like 
throwing up. It vomits this green blob, and then it turns out that that's this, the back half of the creature, and then the front half turns around, screams in her face, and flies away, and she's just sitting there drenched in, like, spit, saying, what in the... And then you see the, the stuff that it puked up, just acid eating through the floor. I hate this stupid planet. It was, it was such a funny, funny page. I love it. Yeah, it's a great gag. Um... Oliver rips into Mark a little bit by joking, saying that they killed an endangered species. Mark falls for it. Um, some great banter between the two of them. Uh, they go up to Alan, and Alan updates them and says that um, that they've located Thrag and that Space Racer is intercepting with the team. Uh, we're hoping he remains undetected. And you turn the page, and the final page of this issue oh. is space racer flying away uh from thrag while all of his um uh his men are destroyed behind him so when we did our interview with kirkman this was like the high my favorite, one of my favorite one of my favorite parts of, of our interview because this was one of the things that we brought up and we were like whatever happened with that like he yeah. was never space racer never came back like he never got captured what what happened with that he, he didn't come like, back oh. though he was like, oh, this is what happened. And then he like created this long, drawn-out like story, basically admitting that it was an abandoned story plot, which is hilarious. He said he said there's actually two space racers that Yeah, Thrag ripped him in uh, half. Thrag ripped him in half. His bottom half grew a top half, and his <laughs> top half grew a bottom half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, honestly, so what what is what is the way that Space Racer would have gotten out of this situation? He would have shot Thrag right with his gun and killed him. So the only thing that would have happened is Thrag is injured and got shot, which we know didn't happen. Or Space Racer just got. How, how did he get away? It's it's maybe still his, to this day I don't you know believe what? it. You know what? The only headcanon I can think of is that his bike is just able to travel incredibly fast. Like his bike has to be faster than than a Viltrumite can fly. Thrag, th- I mean Thrag was was able to not only catch up to him but also wipe out his in total his total his entire platoon. Maybe he didn't get into his bike until TJ, was that a fart? What? That I just heard? Did you I'll just fart? So. I'm moving my cup. Uh, okay. Oh, I'll tell you. Then again, I wouldn't be able to claim it really because you can't really yeah, true. To you. Yeah. So man, this issue man, issue one twenty two, we've got we've got the Mantia thing. We've got the the prophecy of another. We've got the the clone guy. We've got the why was Terra crying? Was it the vibration thing? And we've got the uh, Thrag space chaser thing at the end. There was just a lot in this issue that we we just couldn't figure out. So yeah, all right. To the next one. One twenty-three. One two three. Um, let's see. This one is. I remember um, Skybound was doing the animated covers for this for this one too, and it looked really cool. Um, so obviously, Alan asked Mark to go help find Thrag, and it starts with Mark asking her. Um, Mark asking Eve. Eve says that she's miserable here. She's losing her mind. Um, she 
she's stuck. Uh, she loves um, she loves Terra, but she's stuck with a baby basically and can't uh, can't get out, can't explore, can't do anything. And so Mark says, you know, I'll, I'll take her for the day. You go out, have fun, do what you want to do. And um, he says, go buy some crazy alien clothes or something. And, uh, you know, he says, they're not leaving till later, so go on. And she immediately just goes. And when, uh, she, when she goes and flies, I like the shot of her, like, leg. Yes, yeah. You get a good is, shot of her, like, robot leg. Yep. It is, a, it is an awesome panel of her. Um, and this was awesome because it's daddy daughter day and these mm-hmm. two pages are, God, these are, these two, it'd be really cool to own these two pages, have them side by side. Um, so we got exactly what Eve did throughout the day. Um, I do like the back to the future reference or back to the future two. Uh, the fourth panel, it looks like, a uh, Marty on the hoverboard running from a cop. Oh Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's de- it is definitely the pink hoverboard for sure. Yeah. Um. I like how she goes around. She sees a she, you know she's looking at jewelry. She's buying clothes. Does she buy clothes? Wait, or does she just make them? Uh, I think she makes them. You know what? I guess she would. I mean, she clearly buys stuff. So, but maybe maybe she's more ethical than that. She's not like Shapesmith. Yeah, know? that's a good point. You know? Where he just stole Art's design. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I like how each one of these ends. You know, it ends with her coming back home at the end of the day and says, how was your day? And then we see what Mark did. And it's a lot of him changing diapers, playing with Tara, and uh, her, you know, reading her comics, her destroying his comics, him goofing off, changing diapers, and so on. Mm-hmm. And it ends with him saying, pretty great, yours, also great. It's such a such a great, you know, two pages. Love it. Pretty great. Pretty great. Also, also pretty great. Um, let's see. They go to this bed. Is... What is? That's before they go off. Like he goes off with the coalition, mm-hmm. and she like. Wants to snuggle. Yeah, she decides before they, you go away. She decides that she wants to stay on Telescri and make it work. Um, and then yeah, the next night or later that night or early in the morning, they all uh, head out. Mark says bye to Tara. Says goodbye. Love you. Love you both. And there's a great panel of them all hugging together for the last time for a long time. And um, I like Oliver saying, "You walk too much." Um, so yeah. Oliver's not being serious enough about this fight with Thrag. Uh, we get a, a moment with Alan and Eve. Alan saying that you know he's he's there for her. You okay, Bill? Yeah, my sorry, my the uh, the iPad just toppled over, so I'll hold oh, it now. Oh jeez. Uh, oh jeez. Great splash page of the coalition ships all flying away. Um, now they're going to planet. Mantia, right? No, they're going it's to the still, planet that they stopped at. It's Thraxa, by the way, for future reference. We're not going to let that fucking bitch change the name of the planet. You know I like what? The, I, I, like the, right. I like the name Mantia. No, it's she Thraxa. is stupid, and she was wrong. You're right. Just yeah. because she said it in the comic doesn't mean it's right. 
means that she's stupid. I don't know. I'm on I'm on the side of Elia. Sorry. I want I want proof that it's Thraxia and they're not Thraxans from the planet Mantia. It's Thraxa. <laughs> Alright. Um Great scene with Oliver and Mark talking about how concerned Mark is for him and how they're concerned that there's going to be an army of Olivers, essentially. Um, they get to the planet looking for the spy. The spy says he didn't find him. They don't know which way. He doesn't know which way they went. He's a terrible spy. They're searching throughout the whole planet. And, um, you know, Mark and Oliver are talking through the, you know, their headsets. And Mark found a cave system and it goes deep down into the ground. And Oliver's talking to a local and he's saying, telling Mark, he's like, hey, hey, don't, the, you know, the locals are saying, don't go down there, stop. And then Mark tries to fly out of it and he loses reception. He can't hear Oliver anymore. And Mark is suddenly being pulled down. He says, Oliver, if you can hear me, something is pulling me down. I don't know what it is. I'm speeding up. How far down does this go? And he hits the bottom and there it is. The spaghetti monster. The blue spaghetti monster in all its glory. Yep. So Mark touches it and he says, I know this is going to be a bad idea. And he appears on the toilet with mm-hmm. Debbie knocking on the door from the first issue. Yep. 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 And so Mark has been thrown back in time. Um, did the spaghetti monster pull him down? Yeah, I think it just shined like really bright, and then he just appeared. I mean, he says something is pulling me down. Yeah, he says, "Am I getting faster?" Yeah, like it, like it felt like something was pulling him down. Yeah. So, reboot. Do you guys remember what you thought of this when it was announced? I remember really liking it. That's all I kind of remember, <laughs> but I also remember thinking. Did you guys, is this, this is, did you this guys is right around think? when we started the podcast, isn't it? Not quite. No. We might have been talking about wanting to do it because this was two months before actually doing it. Yep. So we might have yeah. had the idea, but we didn't start it yet. Um, um, I remember, you know, the conversation I, of, is this actually a reboot or is this just for fun? And, and I mean, it was always reboot question mark. So I never thought mm-hmm. that it was yeah. going to stick. Um, I didn't either. Well, I, oh, remember, like the, like the I remember the of it, like if it's going to be just a new beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. remember talking about it and I remember we all had reasons on why we thought it could be. But like we also brought up the fact of like the death of everyone and it, it, it didn't end yeah. up being what we wanted it to be. Like that's what Kirkman does. That's what they that's what this this book does. It always makes you think that it's they're doing something with the t- with the book that they're not actually doing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So it starts off and it's the, you know, he goes through the same motions of uh, issue one. Um, Omni Man is fighting um, Mr. Lou on the TV. Um, he goes to school, runs into Eve. Would you go to school if this was you? And Hands you woke up. A thousand times, yes. A really? thousand. I would absolutely go to school. If you woke up tomorrow and. You and knowing and what I know now, no, you have your full knowledge of who you are now, Bill, of who Liz is. And you woke up, and it was, and and, and you had to go to seventh grade class. You woke up in, in 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 your bed at your parents' house. Would you not tell anybody? Would you just be like, huh? I guess I gotta go to school. If not, if I had to go to 
well, I, I mean, what would you do though? Like Mark's being really smart about it. He's just kind of continuing his um, life because he's, he's like, I don't well, know. Wait, it's do. not. I mean, he's not going to school. He's he's. I mean, he's at school, but he's at school for a reason. First, he he's he's he tells Eve, "I need your help." Mm. He's going to get Eve. Mm. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. Sorry, you're right. Good call, TJ. He, he just he just knows that she's there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good call. Um, man, even like the cameos of people, like there's that Superman. You know, a lot of these references are exactly the same. Um, so yeah, he goes up to Eve. She's like totally weirded out by him because he knows her name and a lot of stuff about her. And um, he, yeah, he's confiding in her, saying, "I'm really scared. I need your help. Uh, I need you to take me to the teen team base so we can talk about this." And so she, he doesn't have his powers yet, but she, you know, puts the bubble around him and flies him there. One of my favorite Rexplode panels. He looks so because, awesome. like he does look awesome. The collar, the the neck. Like his costume looks the way sick. he's popping out of the panel. Fucking, like even if you're not like a diehard fan of him, like I am, you're still happy to see him. Like it's still he's like it's Rex Blood. He's back. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's Got it's just cool. Everyone looks good in reboot. Like, I mean, Robot looks awesome. Like you're getting to see these old costumes again, and it's really cool. So yeah, mm-hmm. I love how Rex is totally against him, saying like, who the hell is this jerk? Um, and uh, I love how he proves that he's from the future by talking about, like, I know how you guys live together, uh, how Eve found you when you were homeless. You hid in her bedroom. And Rex is like, did the government send you? So my, Rex even yelling at Eve, saying, who did you talk to? I don't, mm-hmm. You know, Robot and Duplicate show up. And uh, uh, Rex is saying, like, he's trying to convince us. And Mark's like, you, you're not even a robot. You were born deformed in a lab across town. This is just a construct. Your name is Rudy. And robots, uh, Rex is, you know, wow, swing for the fences, why don't you? Um, and so... And Rudy's like, uh, no, actually, that's that's true. And nobody else could have known that unless they were from the future. Mm-hmm. He, uh, they, they, arrest, they arrest Mr. Hines, uh, the teacher that was turning them, the students into bombs. And that kind of just solidifies it, that they all believe him. And they're like, okay, now what? Um, Mark says that this all feels weird, but he wishes there was a way that he could know um, that this is real by you saying something that I don't know, but my knowledge of the future will confirm. Yeah. Which is, a yeah. So basically, Rex says that, I am worried I'm going to do something because I, I don't... Robot, not Rex. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Rex... Oh, shit. Did it again. Robot says that um, he's worried he's going to do something because his lack of humanity and that mm-hmm. it's going to cloud his judgment. And um, and that, that does it for Mark. And he's like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you what it is. Um, I just got to go. You know, my parents are going to be worried about me. And Rex sorry robot says one more thing you need to be careful don't do anything save what lives you can but just don't do too much because you can make things worse in a really awesome panel of robot how creepy he looks Mm -hmm. i really like head head cocked to the side and stuff i hope the animated series captures that that skull face look you know but like i feel like they still kind of like mauled over like, because Robot said, like, 
if I do anything in the future, whatever, I'm nervous about. It. And then Mark kind of gives a look, and he, and Robot immediately goes, "What? What did I? What do I do? You have to tell me." Yeah. And Mark doesn't tell him why. Yeah. Because Mark is not afraid of changing the future. Doesn't he's seem saving, like it. He's saving people that should get mm. that need to get saved. Why wouldn't he tell Robot like, dude? Like, he doesn't even have to tell him the whole thing or what he does. All he needs to say is, "Hey, fucking, don't go to this don't other dimension." Yeah. Yeah, but I also think that he doesn't want to necessarily have that happen with Robot. Like, he doesn't want to be like, "Hey, yeah, you take over the world and you're that powerful and that smart," because that would just like entice him to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it would. But he only got that way because he lived for. You know, nine hundred years on it. Really, I mean, this clearly not because this is him yeah. saying that there's a part of him that he doesn't. He, he ha- yeah, he has that within him for sure. Yeah, but it took nine hundred years for that to come out of him. Seven hundred years. Either way. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting though. Um, I like Mark getting his powers. He's like, no, I should have my powers by now. So yeah, I'm good. He flies home. Um, they have the same conversation at the dinner table with his parents, you know, talking about how you, how their day was. Mark, you know, Debbie asks how it was. He says, eh, no, nothing exciting, the usual. And she says, that's nice. Can you pass the potatoes? So but normally the he same, says, yeah, mm-hmm. normally he says, I got my powers today. Yeah. So it's the exact same reply regardless, which is just so cool that like that is something that Kirkman wrote that many years ago to make it so nonchalant to, to, to show us how unimportant it was to her. And then there we there we have it. We have her literally proving it by saying, yeah. yeah. So great. So Mark flies out into space or into the sky says i'm ready for this to be over now he's screaming he's really upset um just talking to no one and uh flies back home and then we get a nice little montage of uh you know him getting his suit from art him punching titan them stopping the maulers them stopping da sinclair getting all this stuff done before the bad things actually happen and uh again upset. I like how are you stopping da sinclair and he says my work is too important. You can't stop me now. And Invincible says, don't worry. You'll get a second chance. Mm-hmm. Um, we see them fighting the um, Flaxons. And uh, Omni-Man shows up, which, if you remember, he fought them without Mark, right? Yeah, and then went into the dimension and came back with the big, oh, no. long beard. And... Mark was there, though. They did. Get, yeah, they flew there together, but he got pulled in. Right. And he yelled dad. Um, but yes, he did get pulled in and everything. Um, so yeah, he says, we'll talk about this at home. They talk about it over the dishes because there's, you know, Mark saying, hey, you know, or Nolan saying, hey, why didn't you tell me? You know, we talked about this. You say I got my powers. Um, so he says he wants to go up in the sky to talk. They go up there and uh, Nolan's like, okay, so what's going on? And Mark's like, do you love me? He says, why would you ask me that question? He's like, really, think about it. Think about it and ask me, or answer, do, do you love me and mom? Do you love me and mom? And he, like, struggles with it, and then he looks and he goes, yes, I do. Of course I do. I truly love your, you and your mother and uh, deeply. You're both very, very important to me. And then Invincible puts his hand on Omni-Man's shoulder and says, then listen to me, okay? Please, Dad, please don't try to con- conquer the planet. Mm-hmm. And then 
Uh, One of the best scenes ever were these last two panels. Him clenching his fist. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Omni-Man, so good. Ryan, do you, or TJ, you have this? I have this page, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, last, my God. Last page of the issue. Remember remember that wait? That that month or month and a half or whatever it was? Like, are they going to fight? Are they going to do it? You know? Yeah. Issue 125. And again, it's worth calling out the connecting covers, which are gorgeous, which are also behind TJ's head. Not awesome poster. So, yeah, Mark says, let me tell you what happens next. First, you know that I have powers and that you can create offspring. So you try to go over the planet, you kill the guardians, blah, 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 blah. And I refuse. He unveils his entire plan. Yeah, he goes through the whole thing. And it's really, it's great. And he's, he ends it saying, I know this sounds crazy, but I don't want to fight you again. I really don't want to. And he gets punched. And uh, the thing that plays plays a big part later on too is that he tells him like, "You, we fight. You, you, you beat me, but you don't kill me. Yeah, you yeah. go away, and then you later regret it, and then yeah. reform." Yep. Which uh, plays a big part later. Nolan's saying you can't defy the Viltrum Empire, and he's like, "Right now, I'm defying you." Um, you know, he's, he's telling him he knows the future. You know, I, I that that he knows what's going to happen. Nolan just refuses to believe believe that he's a traitor. Um, they fight. They zigzag around all the buildings. I like how Mark is trying to avoid damage, trying to save lives this time. He knows what could happen. He's trying not to create powerplex. You know, he's you know being more cautious, um, avoiding populated areas, and he flies straight for the guardians, um, the guardians of the globe base in Utah. And uh, they crash land into it, and there's this great splash page of, you know, the immortal Martian man and um, war woman looking in on them fighting. And uh, then we get to actually see them in action. They they help Mark subdue Omni-Man, but of course we get the the callback to the feeling was mutual with Omni-Man punching through the immortal. Biltramite. Punch. Biltramite. Punch. I love uh, on this page after that where um, Omni-Man like knocks Mark's lights out essentially and he punches him and the next small panel is just it goes black and blue and then there's that long panel with Mark just saying you know but you do and it just looks like yeah it just looks like like the scene goes dark and it, the the coloring on that is awesome. Um, in comes Red Rush. And, Red Rush! And Darkwing. And uh, Green Ghost. And, uh, yeah, it's just a, a really fun scene of them all fighting together. They, uh, they stop Omni-Man, they tie him up, and um, they, they bring in uh, Cecil. And then, of course, at the very end, Aquarius shows up. Hey guys, I came as fast as I could. So Mark's, Mark talks with Cecil and, uh, you know, talks about how, um, which by the way, Cecil showed up with Reanimin and, uh, you know, Mark mentions that to him like, Hey, I knew it wouldn't take you long to put DA Sinclair to work. And, uh, you know, he, uh, he convinces Cecil that he's from the future and that he knows how, useful someone from the future would be to him so mark goes to see omni-man who's locked up 
encased in some, you know, this contraption that can hold him back. And uh, Mark goes to talk to him. And, uh, you know, Nolan says, you know, everything you said was right. You were right. Uh, every time you were right, it just made me angrier and I lost control. Uh, I've done horrible things. I, I would have, I know I would have done horrible things. I would have killed my friends. And um, uh, this planet has changed me. And, um, and I, you know, I want to thank you for that. And that's how that issue ends. So yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. All right, one twenty-six. This is a this is a big deal issue because this one, actually, I'll get to it after. Because it might it might come up at the end of this issue. So, anyways, issue one twenty-six. This is the fa- final issue that we're going to talk about. This is the last issue of reboot, and um, um, another great open. Uh, it's just Mark talking to Alan on the moon. And uh, Alan's saying, this is crazy. It's, it's a lot to take in. I almost, I almost can't believe it. And Mark says, what's so hard to believe? This is Earth, not Earth. Um, and then he goes on to say everything else that's happened. Like, uh, you know, there is a Viltrumite that defected. I'm his son, blah, blah, blah. We're going to help you and fight the Viltrum Empire. But it would have been really funny if that was all he said, like that he couldn't believe. And like it, yeah. was, it was just that. And they that. kept it going for a yeah. little bit. Like he yeah. hadn't even told him the rest of the stuff yet, the really hard to believe stuff. Um, so yeah, he takes him to, to meet Nolan, um, Nolan and, um, um, Alan then leave to go to the coalition. He says goodbye to Debbie. Um, Debbie, he says, I love you to Debbie. And Debbie says, you say that like you've never said it before. Um, and they leave and, um, Mark goes on payroll with Cecil. And then we get another great montage of him fighting, all these villains. So obviously we got him fighting uh before these are all things that happened before they happened though. Yes. Like yeah. The Lizard League um attacking. I think this is is that was that supposed to be when Rex got um, it shot? M- might have been, yeah. The timeline doesn't I don't um, know if it quite adds up, but it's close. Like them them going and stopping Doc Seismic, like he doesn't yeah, even get the, out of his at, car. At Mount all the Rushmore. Way. Yep. Yep. And then the the obviously the um Flaxons again. Which, did he go, did Robot go into the Flaxon dimension the first time or the second time? Or the, the second time or the third time? It definitely wasn't this time. Okay. thought it might have been, but yeah, maybe it was the third time. Um, an interesting, um, isn't it, who catches, no, so Eve catches, or I'm sorry, Mark catches Eve when she gets knocked out of the sky and sets her down. And then Rex says, careful, that's my girl. What happened in the original? Because there was a this was a twist. I think it was Eve catching um, Rex or something like that. Was it? Yeah, or something along those lines. I have to look. But it, anyways, it was a there was a it was a swap. It was one of those. Or things. Rex or Rex catching Eve and then Invincible saying something. Because were they together yet? Um, okay. No, they definitely weren't together. Yeah, I don't think so. I'll look. But the next page is is when. You know, he starts breaking down and everything like that in front of, or at home with the spaghetti monster. Let's see. I grabbed volume four thinking it was in this one and it is not. So never mind. I'll look after. So yeah, this was the big, the big conversation. Um, The spaghetti monster um, says, 
um, you know, but you could, but you've saved so many. And um, he says, do you not realize how many lives you've saved, um, the death and misery that you've you, that you've undone? Why are you not pleased? And Mark says, my my life is worse. This sucks. Um, he said, and the spaghetti monster says, you you know, your changes have ripple effects. Something you did prevented Eve from catching Rex, Rex and Kate together. But you, um, but we read you. We know you, Mark Grayson. You would trade those. You would not trade those uh, who died simply to maintain your relationship. And Mark says you're right. Um, and he says that you have the choice to to um, to stay here um, in this very real world um, and save countless lives, um, or you can go back. Uh, but the world you know is gone, and. Uh, this path cannot be forced on you. This is why we gave you a taste of what can be the good that can be done. And Mark says, no, I have a daughter. I have to go back. Uh, I can't do this. So no, if, if I have to choose, I'm saying no. And uh, it says this was not foreseen. You are pure. You are selfless. Uh, how can you turn this down? And um, yeah, Mark's just saying, yeah, uh, it, it, this wouldn't, you know, I, I can't, you know, we can, even I might have a kid, but it wouldn't be Tara. I can't do this. And um and, you know, the, the monster says, how could we have foreseen this? You were our last hope. And Mark says, the last hope for what? You haven't told me anything. Not what you are, what you're trying to do. This is ridiculous. Um, and they say, we would be unable to explain to you what we are trying, uh, what we are and what we are trying to prevent in a way you could comprehend. And Mark says, that's really convenient. Um, so that's it. It says, uh, is there anything we could say to make you reconsider? Mark says, no. And it says, uh, then you have doomed this world. You are a disgrace. This is something that, this is the thing that bothered us the most awaiting the ending. Mm -hmm. We talked about this nonstop yeah. waiting for the end. Yeah. When is the spaghetti monster going to come back? How is it? Like, what are the consequences to that choice mm -hmm. that he made? He didn't really have any. And this is the, this is the one thing that like, that Kirkman made fun of us the most. Like it wasn't intended to be. He's like, as soon as we brought it up, he was like, "Yeah, you guys talk about this so much." <laughs> well, <laughs> but you it know wasn't what? intended you know to what? be what we thought. You know what, King Immortal. You know, um, the 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 guardians from the future that come back to save Mark after the fight with Angstrom. Like, there are so many things that Kirkman does that you know plants these seeds. So we were just reading into this the same way we had read into all of those other things. Every little thing that King Immortal said, you know, like we that came true, you know, like it made sense. So yeah, that we, back, though. we had just assumed that this would be something like that, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess we can look back and see that it doesn't need to mean anything else. And that's just what it was. It was more about a character device and mm -hmm. it was also meant to, you know, well, skip time right so mark says i can live with that and he's back in his his timeline uh he flies out there and the uh coalition ships are all destroyed and dilapidated or whatever um and he flies uh to telescria lands on the balcony where eve is standing and he says it's me it's me i'm i'm, I'm, I'm i i i got it's hard to explain but uh, and Eve's like, you're back. You're really here. And he says, I'm sorry. I, I promise this wouldn't happen anymore. I know. Um, 
uh, I, there's these creatures. They, they pulled me back in time. It was crazy. This, I lived in the back. You were with Rex. It was weird. And she's like, you were in the past? That's where you were? He says, yeah, they did this thing. I did something terrible, um, but I couldn't have done what they wanted. And she says, are you okay? And he says, no, I'm really not. Where's Tara? I need to see her. I need to hold her. And he says, she's inside. But Mark, and Mark says, I, Tara, and... You see he him around. now. You see these panels, and he go. He like smirks, and he's like really happy in this first panel. Like he, and mm-hmm. then and then and then it hits him. Like he's happy to see her, and he knows it's her. And then it hits him. You know what I mean? Like how much he's missed, how old she is, and he says, "Oh God!" As tears start pouring down his face, and then you've got. Uh, grown-up Tara asking, are you my daddy? Yep. I remember thinking when reading this (laughs) that it was one of the craziest parts. Like, none of of us saw it coming. Yeah, so we've talked about this in the past. It was like Rick getting his hand chopped off in The Walking Dead. Like, it was just like that. It was like, holy fuck. Yep. I, I, I know we've mentioned this in the past, and, um, we might maybe i'll play something next episode just because here we are um i guess it would make more sense to play it right now but maybe i'll play it next episode um but this was our first ever episode that we recorded of the podcast was that issue because was that issue that we just read we yeah so what happened was we all decided that we were going to read 127 and not talk about it and then we were going to come over to my place and we were going to record the episode. So, oh, the one we that all... we never recorded, the, ne- the one that we never released. Aired. Yeah. So yeah. we so we all got, you know, we all read it and at the end of this issue you see that and she says are you my daddy and then you turn the page and it says see you in April, which was 4 months later. And so we all sit down, I press record and we're like fuck. And it's like all right. Well, this is a practice episode and so we talked about it and you know i don't i don't even remember what it was like i'm sure it was awful but we talked about the issue what we thought about about it so those we have our impressions somewhere of what we actually thought of this issue without knowing anything about the end of the series or what was happening next or anything and um and we ended up not releasing it uh just because we said that was a practice one we'll come back in four months and that'll be our first our first episode with the return of uh of the series i think i've been doing this for four years now this podcast and we have just now as the three of us reviewed the entire series that's right so that's this episode this marks the first time that all three of us have talked about every single issue oh yeah that's a good point because this is where it started yeah so there we go wasn't wasn't um our friend matt black on that first episode yes yeah yeah Yep. Oh man, that'd be fun to release and just, just parts of <laughs> he it. He was just... he was in the room, but he didn't talk much until something oh, come true, up. That's and, true, yeah, yeah, but until something would come up, and then he would say something and be like, "I'm not here though." But yeah, maybe I'll 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 see if I can find it, and maybe I'll play uh play some of it next episode. But that does it for the reread. Only three more remain. Um, next up, we've got uh, Corey Walker's arc of six issues. Followed by the end of all things, part one and part two. That is it. It's crazy. Wow. Wow. All right. Before we wrap this up, uh, did you guys 
watch any TV shows, movies, read any cool comics, play any video games in the last month? Hmm. Uh, we watched um, all of Avatar, like all of it. I watched like three episodes. I started and I just haven't gotten a chance to keep going. And then Dudes, um, Amazon CBS All Access has the first two seasons of Korra. So we also watched mm. that. Holy oh. fuck. Like Korra holds up so well tj you and me talked about this a little bit but it is incredible how adult that show is yeah. like yeah. legend of Korra is is an adult animated tv show like hands down mm-hmm. everything it deals with like terrorism yeah and like these these like it, it's, it's just crazy it's and the action in Korra is unreal like it it it's so much better than the last airbender and i know i'm probably gonna get some shit for that but that doesn't mean that it's better. It just means yeah. the action's better choreographed. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you ever think about Omni Man when you hear Tencent talk? The whole time. <laughs> the whole time. And then the, the very first Avatar, um, his name was Juan, yeah. and he was played by Steven Yun. Was and, he really? Oh shit! You're right. He like, was. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, Liz, how crazy is it that Tenzin is Nolan and Juan is fucking? Mark, I'm like they've been in the same animated show already together. Um, and so and and Mae uh, Whitman is um Katara, and, and she is gonna Mark be Hamill. Mark and Hamill. Mark Hamill is, is Ozai. Is Ozai? Oh my god, dude! They've all been in Airbender. That's so funny. And Cor- and Cora. That's wow. Awesome. Yep, they got a crazy uh, I cast. finished. I finished the first two books, and I'm I've started the third book of the Expanse series. Okay. That um, Wyatt Lane told us to read, mm-hmm. um, and it's very good. Still, uh, he actually, while we were recording this episode, he Twitter messaged me that he just finished uh, Day by Day Armageddon. Oh, nice! Did he give yep. any quick impressions at all? Um, if you want, I can just read what he said. Sure. It's not. It's not anything. As long uh, as there's no spoilers. Crazy. No, no, no. He said just finished Day by Day Armageddon. Really enjoyed it. Uh, those last chapters were intense outside the bunker. Mm-hmm. Um, the journal style was really unique way was a really unique way to tell the story too, especially since there's a lot of zombie stories out there now. Um, thanks for recommending it. I think I remember on the podcast it seemed like you guys had mixed feelings on the sequels, though. Are they worth checking out? I said the second one is absolutely worth reading, but the third one is fucking garbage. Like I remember I, I the don't second even... one just being okay. The second one was still good. Like the second yeah. one was still really, really, really good, but it didn't touch the first one. So, so for anybody um, that doesn't know, what's really unique about that book, Day by Day, and we're getting is it's a zombie story, but it's told in journal format. So something might happen where one entry will be like blah 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 blah. I'm going out tonight to try and find more batteries or something, and then you'll get to the next entry, which is I can't stop the bleeding. I just barely made it back. This is what happened. You know what I mean? Like it's Yeah, so awesome. Or uh, some some entries just end abruptly because he gets interrupted and yeah. then he'll like and then and then it's a flashback. So it's always a flashback of what had just happened. It's it's really cool. You don't think that it would work in that form, but um JL Bourne, the author, he does a really, really good job of at least in the first book. Um and the second one. I I thought the second and third were both just garbage. I was so disappointed with the second book. That's why, like, if I when yeah, I tell you have people, to read it again, man. When I tell people to read it, I tell. Oh my god! I day by day, Armageddon is probably the book that I've read the most ever in my life. That and The Road are the two books I've read the most. Um, 
when I tell people to read it, I tell them just stop after the first book because the second book takes away from the first book. Like, I don't know. It's just, uh, just enjoy the first book for what it is. Cause it's perfect. Yeah. But then the second book is like, I don't know. It's just, the ending bill. Come on. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. It's just the ending. It's mm-hmm. Not good. But I, um, I finally, um, watched the shining. I know you guys have been wanting to watch Dr. Sleep. So we'll hopefully watch that soon. Um, what else? I I watched um, uh, some of Dave. Only the first two <gasps> episodes, I want to say. Yeah. And? Oh, it was good. It's fun. But I, you, I, it was uh, one of those things where I watched the first two episodes, like, right away. And then I got busy and I haven't watched it. And that was like a week and a half ago. So I really got to get back into it. But I liked it. I yeah, couldn't I watched, stop watching. I couldn't yeah. stop watching Dave. Yeah. I watched Did you watch it? And? Yeah. It was good. I liked it. it was, I, I, so, you I know, you know, it. you know what it did for me. It was the entourage. Like it, it had the entourage kind of feel to it. Where yeah, like, it did. Like I just, I had to keep digesting it. Like I had yeah. to keep eating it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like, it wasn't like Ozark or Breaking Bad. Like oh my god, what's gonna happen? It was just like I, I need to keep watching this. Like it, I, it just, it felt like entourage to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. I um, think I, I don't know if I talked about it on this show. But I talked about it on Oblivion Song. Did I talk about watching Harley Quinn? Yeah, yeah. you watched the uh, entire thing, right? Yeah, I've, I've been. I'm all caught up on season two now too, and it is it is very good. Like it is it is a good rated R, you know, superhero, you know, show. I also watched that. Did you? What'd you think? Yeah, I I only watched the first season though. Yeah, no, and that's yeah, fine. it's it's like it's it is very good. Like it has childish <laughs> elements to oh, it because yeah. it's still a cartoon. Yeah, but like, but dude. Fucking, Poison Ivy is fuck, yeah, Kite Man. But, oh my god, dude! Fucking Bane is yes, the best thing yes, in the show. Yes, Hands down. don't ruin, don't ruin it, don't ruin anything because I, I will watch it. You really one do, thing you I'll really say, do, one do. thing I'll say oh is god, so funny is how they portray the superheroes as being like nerds and being like dumb, like being kind of like assholes and cocky, yeah. cocky like dicks is genius because mm-hmm. you want to see it from Harley's perspective. Yep. And that's how like the superheroes like react, like they're like full of themselves or they're nerdy or or whatever. Like, I gotta tell you this one part though. My like one of and it's and it's literally I think in the first or second episode, but like they're at like a banquet and Joker sits next to Bane, and uh, Joker's like, um, "This fish is terrible. What did you get?" And he goes, "Oh, I got the chicken." And he goes, "Oh yeah, your chicken looks good." And then Joker steals Bane, Bane's chicken and he's eating that and then bang goes okay i guess i'll eat your fish then and then joker goes no i'm gonna eat that too and then bang goes well what are we doing (laughs) (laughs) bang is the best thing about it Uh, commissioner commissioner gordon is fucking perfect Uh in it 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 is very funny it is very good show but uh, back to dave dave is that show that i would not have expected to like. I don't think any of us would have watched it, but uh, I mean, kind of funny that we listened to. They were raving about it, so that's why I gave it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it did. It is surprising, and and I think Entourage is a good is a good um, mm-hmm. thing to that. But yeah. that's really all I wanted to talk uh, about. There's there there. See, I don't know if I talked about it, but how I said like Dave is is very. It is Entourage. Like it's it's very fun, lighthearted, easy to watch. Um, 
there are moments in it that are like raise your hand up in the air like yes you know what i mean but yeah, it also I mean, had the first episode that ends with that rap was oh awesome. dude yeah. yeah but it but it also has moments in it that like if if you're sensitive to certain things you'll cry like yeah. it was unreal tj do you know what part i'm talking about like mm-hmm. do you know what episode i'm talking about it was yep. so fucking unreal like how this show that is just ridiculous it's about this rapper called lil dicky and and it's, it's, and it's an episode that's not even focused on him. Like it's about his kind of like his crew. Yeah. And it is so good, man. It, it like so cool. much heart, so well written, so well acted. It's crazy. Crazy. Cool. It's Watch good. Dave. Um, Watch Dave. Good. I um I read my first manga on Comixology. Oh. What do you mean? Really? Oh. It's just hard. Like it's just it, hard it was, to... No, it totally was because reading <laughs> reading right to left, especially in comic book form, because the the you know, the panels zigzag mm-hmm. in, a, in a in the in the reverse in the reverse yeah. order as opposed anyways it was it's super nerdy it's actually about wine and it's uh it's got incredible reviews and it's it's kind of like it's got a huge following but it's uh really cool it's called drops of god but that was neat i've also read um robert kirkman actually talked about it on twitter because he he recommended this comic um because someone had posted um some pages from it it's called drifter have you guys seen that oh yeah i saw i saw i think i saw did, a tweet did like, he say something what did, what did he did he say something about it on? he just said yeah he just he retweeted the artist or the writer that was talking about um i think it was the artist um maybe yeah i think it was the artist um and they were talking and, and it was just some panels from the or some pages from the comic and it looked stunning and i was um really into it and kirkman said to check it out so I gave it a shot and read the first trade of that Drifter. It's on um, Comixology. Uh, written by Ivan Brandon and art was Nick Klein. But it was really, really good, Bill. It's definitely your kind of sci-fi. Like it's really, Drifter? Yeah. It's, it's really I'll, cool. I'll buy it right and now. Then, and TJ, the art is like, it's like Jeff Lemire meets Lorenzo. Like it's it's kind of... You know what I mean? It's kind of that painty kind of watercolor, but with mm-hmm. like really intense colors. Um, but also like the the way he draws people and everything like that is very um, Lorenzo. That's just it's, what I can kind of it's, compare. It's with. image, right? You said? Yeah, I is think it so. Image? Yeah. Um, other than that, um, been playing um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I might oh, be almost. Yeah, what half, are your thoughts? Might be almost halfway. I absolutely love it. I'm blown away by way by it. It is so, so good. It's gorgeous. The combat's a ton of fun. Um, huh. I love. I love just controlling. Like it is that hack and slash kind of feel, but then just being able to just stop time and then all of a sudden it's a um, um, real time strategy. You know, RPG where it's like, okay, I'm gonna have this person do this, and then I cycle over to the, my next party member while, while time is still frozen. I'm having them do this while I queue up this summon, and then like, it, and then I unfreeze time, and everything just happens, and um, it's just really, really well made. It's, I, I can't stop, I can't help but think about how this is only part of a game, though, while I'm playing it, and from, from what I've heard, um, it is a very satisfying ending, though, but I know that I'm just going to be wishing uh, that it's not going to take years for the next one to come out, but yeah, it will be probably. I know, I know. but it, it is great, Bill. I really wish you, you you give it a try. I know you tried the demo, but I thought it was a lot of fun. So yeah, um, did you look at Drifter? Uh, is this it? 
Yep. Yep. Okay. Did yeah, you... I just bought the first volume. Did it's you see... only the first volume's eight dollars. Yeah. Did you see the uh, any of the artwork style like the? I literally have seen nothing of this. Like cool. I let literally. Yeah. Let me know what you think. Yeah. Um, I think that does it. Anything else, guys? Nope. That's it. Cool. Um, I'm done. Right now, you're probably hearing the beginnings of our outro song this week. It is by our friend that we've already mentioned, Wyatt Lane, uh, an invincible fan and supporter of us that uh, he does his own music. You can check him out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Play, all that, or Apple Music. Um, this song is called The Next Step. And uh, remember, we are the Invincible Podcast. You can find us um, every month, uh, first Friday of every month. You can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. And um, that, I think, does it. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. We hope to hear from you guys, and um, we'll see you next month. So, bye. Bye. Goodbye. drinking tj like we're drinking from cans and tj pulls up like a coconut <laughs> you are from a coconut aren't you oh it's a co- pull it up higher because i have something blocking my camera oh all right what are you, is that a, how funny would it have been if he just pulled up half a coconut is it a mojito did you drop your coconut tj oh he dropped his coconut coconut <laughs>